In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, it says, This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. In other words, whoever is born of God qualifies to overcome whatever the world may bring our way through the God kind of faith that our Father has placed in our hearts at the time of the new birth. It is mountain moving faith. It is poverty moving faith. It is depression moving faith. It is oppression moving faith. It is sickness and disease moving faith. It is COVID-19 moving faith. Ha ha ha. It has been able to go from the outdoors to the indoors moving faith. I thought I'd get a better amen on that. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. And you have this faith. Now this faith that overcomes is forward, it is directed, and it is energetic. It is never passive, it is never retreating, and it is never backward. It is His will for you and I to keep moving. It is His will for us never to retreat and never to go backward. I do not see backward in the Bible concerning New Covenant Christians, but I do see forward. I do see faith to faith. I do see strength to strength. I do see glory to glory. That's you and that's me. That's where we're going. We're continuing to move forward. Now, in order to do that in consistency as a way of life, it requires a quality decision. Now, here's what the Father said. He said, I've laid before you and put before you life and death. In other words, going forward or going backward. Blessing or cursing. And then He tells us to choose life. In other words, in the context of this message today, we are choosing to go forward in our faith. We are choosing to go forward in our walk with God. Now we'll see this from Exodus, the 14th chapter, where the children of Israel were about to be delivered from the Egyptians. They were standing up there near the Sea of Galilee, and the Lord gave Moses instructions. In Exodus... I believe it is chapter 14. And let me just get there. In verse 13 through 15, it says, And Moses said unto the people, He said, Fear not, stand still, and you will see the salvation of the Lord. Say this with me. Fear not, stand still, and I will see the salvation of the Lord. And the Lord went on to say, Which I will show to you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. And then in verse 14 he said, For I will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And here's verse 15 I want you to get. And the Lord spoke to Moses, and he said, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Say this, to, say this to the children of Israel that they 
forward. In other words, the instructions that were given must have been needed to take seriously for them to go forward. Everyone say, go forward two times. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going forward. Listen, everything that God had for them, the land of milk and honey, the land of abundance, their wealthy place, everything that God had for them was ahead of them. And to receive it, they had to go forward toward God's divine destination for their lives. Now, I'm going to read something from the message translation here, dropping down to verse 17 and verse 18. This just thrilled my heart when I saw this. He said, now, meanwhile, I'll make sure the Egyptians keep up their stubborn chase. I'm going to use Pharaoh and his entire army and his chariots and his horsemen to put my glory on display. In other words, they're going to continue to chase you. They don't know where they're heading, but oh, you just watch what I will do. I'm going to put my glory on display right in front of your eyes. Come on, somebody shout. Say with me, do it again, Lord. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Well, we know what happened. They made it over to the other side without harm. All the Egyptians drowned in the Red Sea. This was a major breakthrough. But what happened after this breakthrough, it literally caused a chain reaction of breakthroughs to happen in their lives one after another. Not only the Red Sea, but I'm telling you, bitter waters were made sweet. Manna came from heaven. Water out of the rock. Hallelujah. Whoo, glory to God. And so they experienced a great victory. And in our lives, all of us have experienced great victories and great breakthroughs, which we are so very thankful for. But in the process of time, everyone say, in the process of time, here's what happened to them. And we do not want this to happen to us. And if we're not careful, it can easily happen. In Psalm 78, in verse 41, it says, Yes, they turned back. Turning back is not progress. Turning back is not moving onward. It is not moving forward. They turned back. And they tempted God. The word tempted there means they provoked Him. They offended Him. And the way that they tempted Him, they limited the Holy One of Israel. In other words, they put a limit on the limitless one. They set a boundary on the boundless one. They said, it is enough to the God who is more than enough. And they limited him. 
and they turned back. And they said things like, Oh, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Can God do this? Can God do that? I got a word straight from my heart. Oh, yes, He can. Oh, yes, He can. Woo, hallelujah. And not only, oh, yes, He can, but oh, yes, He will. Come on, somebody shout, oh, yes. Oh, yes, He can. And oh, yes, He will. So get the picture. After the Red Sea, after the manna, after the water out of the rock, they ought to be able to trust God. And yet they put a limit on Him. I mean, how many miracles, how many breakthroughs does it take for us to get settled in our spirit that God is God and He don't lie and He watches over His Word to perform it on our behalf? There's nothing impossible with this great Father. Have you seen Him? Have you seen Him give you a breakthrough before? I say by the word of the Lord that He will do it again and 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 again if you will not limit Him. Folks, if He's done it once, He'll do it again. He's done too much for you. He's done too much for us as a church for us to look back and for us to let some little wimpy virus defeat us. Listen to this statement. If we look back, we go back. But we are not going back. We are going to move forward in faith. It is so true that our good God is able to do the exceeding, the abundant, above all that you can dare ask or think infinitely beyond your highest prayers, thoughts, or dreams. It's according to the power of God that's working in us. God has plans for us. He has prepared them ahead of time that we should walk in them, identify them, walk in them. And then as a result of walking down His paths, we will continually be moving forward. Because the paths of the righteous, they get brighter and brighter. The paths of the righteous, they get better and better. And for something to get brighter and brighter and better and better, we must be on the path continuously moving forward. Woo, hallelujah. Shadow of me, my steps are ordered of the Lord. So what are you saying today, Pastor? It's what God is saying to us this morning. There are things that are just ahead of us that have our name on it. And to tap into those things that eye has not seen, that ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has for him, but God reveals them to us by His Spirit. Think about it. Think about it. Look beyond today. And by faith, 
look into the eyes of Jesus and know that he has you. He has your family. He has your church. He has our state. Come on, somebody. He has our nation. Say of me the will of God, the plan of God, be accomplished. Just as He put His glory on display in the children of Israel's lives, He wants to put His glory on display in your life. And Paul knew that. Paul said this, and I'm reading out of the Passion. He says, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past, and I fasten my heart to the future instead. He said, I'm straining forward to the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So I want to encourage you this morning. Don't allow your past to deter you. Keep moving. Keep going forward. And I have discovered this simple truth that going forward does not begin on the outside. It begins on the inside. That making progress first must take place in here before I can make progress out here. And we see this truth in John chapter 8. I want to read that to you in John 5, actually, verses 1 through 8. He said, There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, and we, what they were waiting for is the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season in the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever first then, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole, everyone say made whole, of whatsoever disease he had. And, verse 5, there was a man there which had a spirit of infirmity 38 years. And Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been a long time in that case. And he asked him a very pointed question. He said, Wilt thou be made whole? And the impotent man said, Sir, I have no man. His eyes were not on the Lord, they were on man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Everyone say it with me. Rise, take up your bed, and walk. He couldn't walk on the outside. Before he could walk on the outside, he had to rise up on the inside. Jesus was in effect saying to him, Rise up on the inside. And if you will rise up on the inside, you'll be able to rise up on the outside and take up your bed and walk and get about your life. 
Whoo, glory to God. And I know it's repetitive, but I want to just say it one more time. Before he could rise up on the outside, he had to rise up on the inside. And before you and I, and I include myself in this, before you and I go forward on the outside, we must go forward on the inside. And this process begins by seeing ourselves moving forward. By seeing ourselves overcoming what is trying to overcome us. Anybody face some overcoming obstacles in the last five months? Well, I know you have, and we all have. But in spite of that, we have sight of a higher kind. We don't live by what we see here and around us. We live by the sight of a higher kind. We, do, we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. God has given you eyes to see. God has given you a voice to speak. Hallelujah. So see yourself overcoming. And then begin to speak it. Speak to yourself. How many of you know yourself needs a good word now and then? Like, rise up, Mark. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Stir yourself up, Mark. Stir yourself up, Mark. Rise up. Speak to yourself. Speak to your situation. I mean situation. Tell your situation you ain't holding me back. Woo! I'm moving out. I'm moving up. I'm going forward. Speak to your condition. Speak to the devil. Changes on the outside come from changes on the inside. I say by the word of God this morning, you are not in a rut. You and I are not trapped in an unchangeable situation. Do not say it's always been this way and it will always be this way. But say instead, I won't have it that way. I won't have it that way. It's got to go God's way. Ha, 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 devil. <laughs> go ahead and laugh just a minute. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. We ain't having it that way. We ain't having it that way. It's going God's way. I'm going God's way. I can have what I say. It is going God's way. Woo! <laughs> Come on, let's praise Him for about 10 seconds. Come on, folks. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Dese brokandea. Do not lay aside your faith. Yea, but rise up and use your faith every day. Yea, say what I say. And as you say what I say, 
you will have what you say, saith the Lord. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Come on, let's praise Him. Let's praise Him another 10 or 15 seconds. Oh, rapashelebane. Oh, breke shelebrondolo bahaya. Oh, breke shelebrondolo bababahoya. Glory to God. Uh-uh. No, we are not of those who fling away our fearless confidence. But we are those that believe to the saving of the soul. We are those who believe to the healing of our bodies. We are those that believe to the healing of our nation. Amen. We're not looking back. We're going forward. 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 March. Woo! Glory to God. I feel an anointing here right now. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Now pick it up again. Pick it up again. Pick the Word up again. Pick praying in the Holy Ghost up again. Pick up your daily your daily confessions again. Pick up calling those things which be not as though they were again. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. And move forward. For as you pick that back up, saith the Lord, I will cause things to turn on your behalf. They may not turn immediately. But if you will be consistent, you will see a consistent flow of me turning things around for you and giving you breakthroughs regularly. Hallelujah. I just believe this, that if our eyes could see what God sees in the next year, this parking lot wouldn't be big enough to hold the praise and hold the dances and hold the shoutings of God's people. Why is that? Because we're living. We're living in the overflow. We're living. We're living not below. We're the head and not the tail. And with God's word, we'll set our sail. Because we're living... We're living in the overflow. Come on, somebody sing with me. We're living, we're living in the overflow. One more time. We're living, we're living in the overflow. And we will not let our faith go. But we will hold fast. For we are living. In the overflow. <laughs> Come on, somebody, shout it with me. I'm a living. I'm a living. I'm a living. <laughs> In the overflow. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. In closing, I think, go to Luke chapter 8. Praise God. Everybody good? Amen. This service has been going one hour, 13 minutes, and 10 seconds, and. I can't read the tents that fast. <laughs> Y'all good? Praise God. In Luke chapter 8, it says, Now it came to pass on a certain day, verse 22, 
that he went into the ship with his disciple and he said to them, let us go to the other side of the lake. Let us go to the other side of COVID-19. Let us go to the other side of all the unrest in our nation. Let us go under the other side of all the racism. Come on, somebody. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move forward. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. I guess he believed what he said because he entered into rest. And there came a storm of wind on the lake, the Sea of Galilee. And the boat was filled with water, and they were in trouble. And they came to him and awoke him and said, Master, we perish. Then he arose. You see, there arose a mega storm, but when he arose and said, Peace be still, a mega storm turned into a mega calm. He arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, and they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Here's what I want you to see. God didn't let them down. God has never, and he will never let us down. But there is one thing that he requires of all of us, and that is our faith. And this is what he asked them. Where's your faith, guys? I said we're going to make it. I said we're going to go to the end of the side. How many of you know that your faith is a prerequisite for you to move forward? Because quite frankly, that's how we live. That's how we please God. That's how we overcome. That's how we quench the fiery darts of the wicked one, by taking the shield of faith. And quenching all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. Say with me, I am the just. And I choose to live my life by faith. Now I want to give you five quick points. And these will not take long. How then can we show God that we're moving forward? It's the will of God for you to move forward. Here's one way that you can do it, by simply staying faithful. Another way that you can do it is by staying focused on the promises of God. Looking away from anything and everything that would distract unto Jesus. And then thirdly, stay in faith and don't let fear creep in. God's given us authority over creeps. In Genesis 1, I give you dominion over creeping things. Fear is creepy. But it knocks on our door regularly. But when fear knocks, faith answers. And with faith answers, no one's there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't let fear in. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm not going to let the fear into my life and then here's a real important one and this is so vital and that is stay faithful to your church stay faithful to your church if this is where God has planted you before COVID stay where he plants you 
Brother Keith Moore had a word many, many years ago, and he said this, as men and women of God, we must go where we're sent. And how many of you know sometimes going where you're sent doesn't always feel good? He said, go where you're sent. And then he said, stay where you are stationed. In other words, stay true to what you know in your heart to be. Everyone say, I'm staying faithful. And then stay faithful to your dreams. And stay faithful in your giving. Don't let go of your dreams. If you've allowed your vision to kind of get a little rusty, pick it up again. Dust it off. And let God speak to your heart. Here's what happened to Abraham. In Hebrews 6, 11, and 12, in the Passion, it says, But we long to see you passionately advance until the end, and you find your vision fulfilled. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose enthusiasm. How many of you know that the when you get over mediated media, when you get over overly mediated, you can get real dull, and you can get very unenthusiastic. But God says, don't allow yourself. This is up to me and you. Don't allow your heart to grow dull or lose enthusiasm. But here's what we do. We follow the example of those who have fully received God's promises because of their strong faith and patient endurance. And this is the last thing that I'm going to say. Here's what happened to Abraham, and here's what's going to happen to you and me. Hebrews 6.15 in the message says, Abraham stuck it out. Say the Abraham stuck it out. He's our example of faith. So Abraham stuck it out. But he didn't just stick it out. Abraham stuck it out and got everything that had been promised to him. Hallelujah. Stand up, everybody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Raise up your hands right now. Hallelujah. And let this be a powerful confession of faith in response to the word of God that we have just heard. Say it, may I receive the word of the Lord that I have heard today. I am not just a hearer of the word, but I am a doer. I am a doer of God's word. I make the quality decision this morning to go forward with my faith. To go forward in my walk with God. Lord, be glorified. Put your glory on display in my life. Give yourself glory in my life and through my life be glorified be magnified Woo, hallelujah glory to God amen
Amen. How many of you are moving forward with me today? Glory to God. We're marching into the things of God. Hallelujah. Fear is not going to talk us out of it. We've come too far to look back. If you turn back, you go back. Hallelujah. I'm persuaded that we're looking at a company of believers that are going to move on into the fullness of the plan of God.